viewers, good morning listeners. Welcome to the Beulah Bible broadcast brought to you by WBSA 93.5 out of Boaz, Alabama. We hope you had a great weekend and we hope you have uh, tuned in to us this morning just to sit down and look at God's word together and just see what he has to say to us this morning. I want to start the morning off by uh, introducing you to our pastor, Brother Tony Holcomb. How are you today, Tony? I'm I'm doing fine, Brother Jason. Uh, it's a great Monday. Uh, got a lot going on here at the church uh, today and this week, and uh, looking forward to a great week. We got it started right yesterday. Yes, with we did. Worship. It was awesome. All about worship. Both services, nothing but singing. Singing, singing. Some were just shouting because there wasn't any preaching. <laughs> I did slip a little in there. I couldn't help it. I mean, you got up there and you sang a song immediately that the Lord had laid on my heart that morning, and I was going to uh, suggest it, and I thought, no, just let Jason uh, do what the Lord's laid on his heart, and the Lord had brought our hearts together yeah. on that song. Uh, um, what's the name of it? Forever? Forever, yeah, yeah. by Chris Tomlin. By Chris. Yeah. Beautiful song. And I, the scripture I'd read for the Sunday school lesson went right along with it. We may read that in a minute. But we had a great day. We had our first singing service in the contemporary service, and uh, it was awesome. And you did a great job, I think, of, of doing different styles of music yeah. and then really closing strong there yeah. with that uh, the, the worship music that just kind of uh, brought us to the point of uh, of an invitation, which was really, yeah. really good. And then we had a great uh, singing in the traditional service uh, right out of the red book. Of course, both books are red, so that creates a little confusion. <laughs> we'll shape notes. And yeah, no, and, yeah shape and, notes. and shape notes and, and round, round notes. notes. That's right. So we... We got the Baptist hymnal and the church hymnal, people calling numbers out of both. And man, it was awesome. We had that's a, what it was always referred to at like when I was growing up, when I would visit my papa's, you know, missionary Baptist churches he was mm-hmm. preaching at, he would always they'd always be the shape notebook. Right. The shape notebooks. Yeah. And that that's part of the history of uh of music around here. But uh, we did have a great day, had great attendance, both services, great Sunday school. Yeah. And we invite you to come. We uh if uh, uh the well, let me first of all say this. We appreciate you joining us today. If you're a, a new listener, uh, we're glad you've chosen to join us. We encourage you to go to our website at www.beulahbaptistboaz.com. B-E-U-L-A-H-B-A-P-T-I-S-T-B-O-A-Z.com. If you're watching us online, you'll see that on, on your screen. But uh, you can go to our website. You can find our Facebook link, our uh, YouTube channel link, and you can join us online for worship. We encourage you to do that. In fact, that's the way a lot of folks visit churches this, these days, and you know we're uh, in step with that as much as we can be. But we say this: the best way to experience Beulah is live and in person. That's right. You you need to come and experience the spirit here in the house and, uh, and there's nothing you, like a personal handshake right you know or fist bump if you don't want to shake right hands, that's you know? right we're good with that too we've started back shaking hands but uh uh and, and we've not had a lot of sickness praise the no, lord yeah. uh, lately yeah, with flu or covid or any of that stuff it's been really good that's one good thing about summer well winter's coming and there'll be more of the the colds and flu but uh, you come and join us at 9 o'clock. We have our contemporary service in the Family Life Center on the back side of the campus here at Beulah. And, and I don't say like, like we're a big church. We're not a we're country church. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, uh, just love one another. We're a, a, 
a family here at Beulah, and we want you to come be a part of our family. Uh, we had a lot of visitors, had a lot of visitors in the yeah. early service and the traditional service. Mm-hmm. Our traditional service where we sing the old hymns, uh, we right out of the hymn book if you want to use it. They're there in the pews, and that's in the sanctuary. That's at 11 o'clock, and then between, uh, we've got Sunday school at 10 o'clock, so we encourage you to come be a part of our Sunday school. Wednesday night, uh, we've got our our family ministries. We've got our Trail Life USA troop for boys, our American Heritage Girls troop. They meet at 6 o'clock. And this week, our, our Trail Life boys and, and I believe the AHG girls yep. are going for a swimming yes. uh, time over at the McElrath. Yes. So uh, alert all of you. Troop. It's 5 to 7 Five Wednesday night. Five to seven. Pizza will be provided. Pizza will be provided. If you have a child going, at least one parent needs to stay there at the swimming party. All right. So, and if you need directions to the McElrath, please feel free to give us a call here at the church. 256-878-1516 is the office number. And we would uh, love to hear from you. Uh, but that's Wednesday night. That's uh, one of the closing summer yeah. activities, you know. And with all the heat, the, the pool will be nice. You oh, know? it's warm. We, the Cubbies were there. I was there with Darcy and Bree. Cubbies were there last week. Cubbies was there last week, and that water was pretty warm. That's a preschool. That's our preschool group. Now, they'll be meeting regular uh, this coming Wednesday night at the Family Life Center Mm -hmm. at 6 o'clock. So the Cubby Bears will be meeting. That's our preschoolers. And our youth will be meeting this Wednesday night. So uh, who's teaching the youth this week? I am. Okay. Yeah, TJ TJ and Ashley are out on vacation this week. He texted me and said, hey, is there, you know, could you You, fill in? You've got youth duty on Wednesday night. Yes. And I think Shannon and Larry have got youth duty on Sunday morning for Sunday school. Yes. But, yeah, I I know uh, uh, they're excited to get out and have – their vacation. Uh, we appreciate TJ and Ashley and all they do for our for our youth. Yes. Uh, let's see. Anything else happening this week? Any other announcements? Well, we need to remind everybody that Sunday is a special day. This coming Sunday um, is Mission Sunday here at Beulah, yes. and we've got special guests. Yes, Misa and Jessica Luke. Right. Whom you Je- worked with? Jessica is actually Jessica is again. Maiden name for uh, with the, I think it's Henniger Baptist Church that she's a part of. I believe that's right. And yeah, he, he's a director yeah, of missions a, for Sand Mountain Association. I think. Her, uh, yes, her dad. Yes, her dad is. And uh, yeah, and Misa and Jessica are within the midst uh, in Honduras helping Kim Pate. Misa's the pastor at the church there. Right. And uh, it's uh, he's a great guy. Great family, great gonna, ministry. He's going to be speaking. Sunday. Yes, they're going to be speaking Sunday at both services at nine and eleven. Uh, so uh, I can't wait for it. I mean, I, I know what he's already going to speak on, but I still can't wait for it's it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It is. It will be very it's, awesome. It's, it's, it's going to be, too, to stir our hearts to missions, first of all, to go to Honduras. And you're taking names now. And, yes, and taking sign names ups now, sign-ups. And let's if you want to go, let me know. Yeah. And uh, then, two, we want to help encourage everybody that we are missionaries right where we are. Yes. Uh, and we're going to be uh, surveying the congregation. I think those yes. brochures will be ready this week. Yes. We're going to be talking about where are you serving, where are you gifted, uh, where do you need to be serving, and we're going to be trying to pull all that together during the month of August so that when we kick off the new church year, everybody's found their place of service. Yes. And I mean, everybody's... Right. 
doing their their part in reaching the lost and bringing in families to the kingdom, growing the church, and 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 being the disciple making station that uh, that God wants us to be. Yeah. So that's going to all, and we're going to have some some surprises let's just say displays and things that i i think is going to be awesome oh yeah and we're looking forward to that so you're going to want to be here uh at, at either the contemporary service nine o'clock or the traditional service uh both are going to be missions focused so we're looking forward to that then after service at two o'clock is going to be hilda lacy's 102nd birthday party Ooh. that's awesome Yes, it is. And we this chair is open right here in the middle for Sister Hilda, and that's the reason Jason has expanded our table a little bit. We've been getting everything ready because she's going to come and be our special guest next Monday, and uh, we're going to talk to her about you know her history here at Beulah and, and her family and maybe the secrets on how to live to 102. be 102 years yeah. old. I would. Which, that'll be cool. So uh, she's she's a hoot. She's an amazing lady. Uh, uh, definitely a, a saint of God, uh, and we all love very, her here. Very, very lady. And we're looking forward to that next uh, next Monday. So um, you, you, you make a note of that next Monday. We'll have Sister Hilda here. Uh, any other announcements? I think we've about covered them all there. Yeah. We all have. right. Well, we want to get into our prayer time. We want you to join us and lift up the needs of our our uh, church, family, community, our nation as we enter into this election season again. And and we certainly want to pray that uh, um, the we as as Christians would be the salt and light and vote our values. And uh, um, we need to do that. We desperately, as a nation, need to turn back to God. So. Uh, Let's uh, let's pray together, and we know you have needs there at home, and we'll lift up those needs as well. God knows those needs. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege and power of prayer. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity uh, you've given us to touch hearts and lives across the airwaves and the Internet, and we pray for everyone that has joined us this morning, that you would bless every home that we're going into, that you would bless those that are going through struggles with their health or finances or family issues, whatever the need might be. You're a mighty God and can meet every need, and we pray you would meet that need according to your grace and your goodwill. There's so many other needs, Lord, and we just pray you'd fail not in granting those needs as well. Bless as we look into your word today. Thank you for how you encourage us. Thank you for the joy uh, of music, and thank you for the wonderful services yesterday, Lord. And we pray for our sister churches, and we thank you for them and the good work they're doing, preaching the gospel of truth. And we pray you would uh, just help us all to realize we're all in this together, serving you, reaching the lost, and 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 bringing folks to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We pray for our nation again, Lord, that you would just grant grace, uh, that you would give us the boldness to be the salt and light you've called us to be, and to stand up for what we believe for your word and the truth of the gospel. Lord, may your will be done in, in our hearts and in our lives that we would honor you in all that we do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, back to the scripture today, and I hope our, and I believe Jason's got our problem fixed with our audio. Last week, we had some audio problems. Yes, yeah, radio said everything sounded good. So well, that's great. Ricky said sound good. So good. That's I know good we thing. had trouble. We had had a few that 
said that they couldn't hear me, and some were saying that was great. Uh, you know, I <laughs> so so maybe it's not so good today. But anyway, no, I, I'm I'm kidding. But uh, I do want to kind of cover some of maybe what you didn't hear, and maybe you t- turned it off because we we did have some audio difficulties. Just in way of review, we're talking about the music of the Bible. And we're, we're working our way down to the music of Sand Mountain, the gospel music of Sand Mountain. And we're going to touch on that a little bit today uh, because I've got, I've got a controversial question I'm going to throw at Jason here in a little bit. I, I gave him no warning about it. So we're going to see what he says, and we're going to discuss, a, uh, like I said, a, a controversial issue of a song uh, out of the hymn book, as a matter of fact. Where did music come from? When you look at Genesis chapter 5, you find that, uh, there was artists, there were uh, men that were able to craft and make musical instruments of, of the of the wind sort, the 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 flutes and and any kind of a wind instrument, and also the stringed instruments, the lyres and and, and what, we're line, talking, what line did they come from, by the way? Well, that was that was the cane, see, and and that caused that caused me consternation when I was in music for so many years, and I and I researched that. I thought, you know, music seems to come from the uh, the ungodly line of Cain. Is that true? Is that where music comes from? No, it's not. Uh, what happens is is Satan always loves to pervert the good things of God. He will take the good things of God and pervert them, just like he's doing that with the family today. What what God ordained as the family, uh, one man for one woman, a husband and a wife, uh, blessed to come together to have children and to be a family that God ordained, Today, the family is just being destroyed by modern culture, and that's what. Uh, and they say the family's all these other sorts of, uh, of, you know, groupings of people, which is it looks nothing like the biblical family. Well, that's what Satan loves to do with music too, and he uses music to to lure people away from God because music has a power over the spirit, and that's one reason. Uh, some churches turned away from music altogether, even singing, because they recognize that the 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 power over the soul and spirit of music. Uh, but that's going in the wrong direction because music is from God, and we talked about that last week. And and how do we know? Well, we see that when when Moses come off the mountain of the Ten Commandments. Uh, what did he hear when when he came down? Singing. He heard music. He heard mm-hmm. singing, and they were in revelry. They were partying. In other words, oh yeah, and and they were worshiping a golden calf. And there again, you see music in a negative connotation, and it seems like music is bad. Uh, but there again, what I want you to know is Satan is perverting what comes from God. I asked the question last week: Where does music come from? And uh, who invented music? And you know, you thought, well, maybe the the, the descendants of Cain, the Cainites, uh, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh, all that that they did was act on what God had placed within them—the abilities, the talents, the skills. There were great craftsmen and artisans in in the line of Seth and the line of Cain. But uh, uh, 
God had placed that within man, and we are created in the image of God. So some say, well, God created uh, music. God invented music. And I I disagree with that, and I don't mean to say that that's altogether wrong. I, I, I certainly understand when people say that. But here's what I say and what I like. Uh, God is the source of music. Music comes from God because it's a part of God. It's like uh, saying God created love. No, God didn't create love. He is love. God didn't create music. He is music. Music is in his being. It is who he is. And there's so many passages of Scripture, but I want to go to, first of all, you've got to take, you know, music is all through the Bible. And... uh, the what is the longest book of the Bible? There's your the longest book. The longest book. We'll of, say Psalms. That's it. The longest book of the Bible is a book of music. Okay, oh, so yeah. that ought to tell us something. I want you to look. I mean, if you, you've got your Bible there, I hope you do. You see these little instructive words, which are biblical. Before the Psalms, Uh, Psalm 4, to the choir master with stringed instruments, a psalm or song of David. So here we find of God. This is inspired by God, and David was a man after God's own heart. Um, uh, I can't wait to get to heaven and hear David play. You know, have you ever thought about listening to David play? And we're going to hear him play in heaven. There'll be no question, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see David and we'll say, play us something, you know. He was able to soothe the heart of Saul, which was so troubled, and and rebelling against God. But David's music had the power to soothe his spirit. But here we find a psalm of David to the choir master, a person who leads the choir, who leads the musician. We talked about this, too, that, that music... You know, it it should be uh, done in a manner of skill and and harmony and beauty. And we talked about how David selected uh, real uh, gifted musicians to lead in the worship as the ark was brought in. We read those scriptures last week. We don't want to read them again. Look at look at uh, Psalm five to the choir master for the flutes, a psalm of David. So there you see the two different. Uh, types of instruments. You see the wind instruments and wind instruments. You've got flutes. You've got horns. Uh, all the different horns. All the different flutes. All the different woodwinds. That's the wind instruments. And then that previous psalm, you got the strings. You got you got the the harps and lyres. And today with the pianos that are hammer struck strings. You know, and 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 uh, what would an organ be? Is that That'd a- be strings. Or did not think about it. Oh, organ, organ. I was thinking piano. For yeah, it, it, it's confusing because you're playing the keys. <clears throat> organ, but an organ yeah, uses pipes and flute. wind. Yeah. So it's a it, it's a beautiful wind instrument. An organ, and these churches are f- beautiful organs. You know, and we're, we've gotten away from that. And I understand there's not a. Uh, I don't know. People don't gravitate toward organ music, but it can be beautiful. Oh yeah, it's so stately, and. Uh, Powerful, wonderful. Then we find here to the choir master with string. This is six to the choir master with stringed instruments according to the shimoneth, a psalm of David. Now that word shimoneth is used in the scripture a, a lot, 
and it means the eighth. That's right. We talked about that. There, there's your octave. There is your uh, beautiful harmony. Do, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, do, ti, la, so, fa, mi, re, do. And there's, you know, to me, that word uh, being rooted in eight, it just matches with our, our music and our harmony today. We could say a lot about that. Uh, but we want to get further into uh, some of the controversy today. But I want to read, uh, to me, uh, I want to read a scripture to you that I have marked here that is one of my favorites. And I closed with this last week. This is Shan's favorite. Uh, my wife, Shan, uh, years ago reading the scriptures, she she come across this and, and she had to come share it with me. And then she shared it at church and a uh, and she's not one to get up in front of the uh, congregation and do a devotion, but she she's done that on several occasions, um, and she did it once, and it was probably one of the most beautiful devotions I'd ever heard. And I'm 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 terribly prejudiced because I love my wife, but this is what she read. Okay, she read this. Where were you? Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 14. If this is not highlighted in yellow in your Bible, it ought to be. It isn't mine. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. In other words, our sin has been removed. We have something to shout about because God has redeemed us, and we are a part of Israel. Read the book of Romans. We are grafted in, are a part of the family of God, and we have something to rejoice about. I guess more especially as Gentiles. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. In other words, uh, we're talking about the presence of God that's with us today in the person of the Holy Spirit. We have something to sing about, even in the midst of a world that is in chaos and turned upside down and filled with filth and sin and and just horror. But Christ is with us as the church, and we need to share him with others. And so we have something to sing about. Oh, that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst. In other words, God is with us. He has become our God. We are his people. And we emphasize that in Sunday school because that is repeated throughout uh, the prophet Jeremiah and all throughout the scripture for that matter. But here's the, here's the, here's the, the special verse. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He, God will. Now listen, he will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Now, can you imagine God singing? Mm. The type of voice that God will have when he sings over you. And, and the scripture says that God is a singer. Music comes from God. There's so many other passages that tell testify to that. Certainly the Psalms we were referencing in this passage here. But I want to 
And one of the things we landed on last week is this, and here's where I'm going to get to this, uh, this question. We have to be vigilant not to allow the music to take us away from God or the music to become an idol unto itself. There's a lot of folks who worship music today. And just like you said yesterday, time and time again, it's not about the music. It's about the message. Mm-hmm. And we need to be vigilant in our churches today. And I like what you said, too. You test every piece of music. You test mm-hmm. you test the message of that song to make sure it's biblical. Especially, you know, I mean, and the thing is, is like if, if, if there's a song that just speaks to somebody, you know, it, it may not be biblical, you know, but it's a song that speaks to them. But when it comes to leading worship in a corporate setting, mm-hmm. when you're leading people in a song and you're there to turn people's hearts towards God, you better absolutely be sure that that song is not just some hip song on the radio, that it better be biblically sound. Right. I, that's just that's just the conviction that I feel as a, as a worship leader. That, that I've got to I've got to take that into utmost consideration, and we need to we need to be vigilant, especially in church. Now, yeah. there there's songs that's maybe okay outside of the worship uh, right. realm, um, and certainly I'm not against uh, secular music. You, as a Christian, you need to be very careful about the secular music you listen to. You may listen to some country and western and enjoy that, but if 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 you get wrapped up in some of the the bad messages, the bad themes, the the bad lyrics, then that that's what you're feeding your your heart, your soul, your spirit, and you need to stay away from that. And there's certainly a lot of 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 wickedness in in every genre, whether it's rock and roll or or pop or or rap. I don't even consider that music much, but uh, I do like Toby Mac, though. I mean. Okay. I am. I'm a Toby Mac man. I got Toby Mac in my car yeah. right now. I like Toby Mac. Uh I believe his stuff is very, very biblical. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe we need to do a Toby Mac you, You've heard uh you've heard his testimony and you know you know it's for it's, real. Yeah, it's powerful. It's very okay. powerful. Um I've got the old church hymnal here. In fact, these this is one of the books that I, I actually uh sang from when I was in, in church. We purchased new books at New Macedonia and gave away the old ones, and I've got one of the old ones here. Uh, so I love this book. We sang out of it yesterday. As a matter of fact, we sang one of uh, Dad's Spirit. We sang several uh, of his songs, uh, and, uh, and, and one of them was 110, Heaven's Jubilee. Beautiful song. I don't have time to get into all of them, but I have a song marked here. I, and most of you know, I was uh, minister of music, music director, worship leader, whatever you want to call. I mean, back back in those days, it was either music director or minister of music or choir leader. It, you know, he's our choir leader. Um, and I did that for many years, 12 years. And um, I had some pastors that when they would come, they would say, now, don't sing this song. I don't ever want you to lead this song in church. And I said, why? I said, well, it's not biblical. Mm. Why? And we're talking about in the 
red book. Now I'm about to make some people shake mad. notes. I'm about to I'm about to make some people mad. No, it wasn't about shape notes. Shape notes is fine. It's, it's, no, I'm in the shape note. Oh, it, it is in the shape note book. Yeah, I see what okay. you're saying. Yeah, you're asking me, is it in the old shape? Yes. And here, here is the song. So hang on. We're going to discuss this for the last 10 minutes, okay? And I'm sure we're going to get... Uh, see if you can catch the lyrics that he had trouble with. And okay. I want to ask you if you have trouble with it. I'm going to read these lyrics, and I'm not going to... I'm going to do my best not to comment on them. And you listen to them, and you're going to immediately recognize the song. Most of you will. We sang it yesterday here. Okay. And I allowed it to be. And I have, since he brought this to my attention, I have questions about it. Uh, and it may be something we don't need to sing, but we're going to discuss it. Okay. Okay. You're ready for me to get to it, right? Let's, okay. get, let's get to it. Okay. We, we're running out of time. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry, and he will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer wheel turning, know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. And that's a wonderful verse, but there's one little phrase in there that, man, my pastor took out with. This uh, feel. Feel, you think? Feel a little fire wheel. Or feel a little, uh, uh, a little prayer wheel. Prayer wheel turning. You got it. I mean, I, I, I see the point of the song. Yeah, uh, the, the message is great. Yeah. I once was lost in sin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Jesus took me in. That's right. He did. Absolutely. You know? And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. Salvation comes from God. That's good. Mm -hmm. Bathe my heart in love. Boy, that's wonderful verbiage. Wrote my name above. Mm -hmm. and, and just a little talk with you. We, we pray. We talk with Jesus. But he told me, he said, you know, I, I'd sung that song all my life, and I've never really thought anything about prayer wheels. I you know where prayer wheels come from? I have no clue. It just so happens that I've got the answer, okay? Prayer wheels have their origin in Eastern religion. And he said, don't want any Eastern religion in my church. We're not going to sing that song. A prayer wheel, and this is from Wikipedia on the Internet, a prayer wheel is a cylindrical wheel uh, on a spindle made from metal, wood, stone, leather, or coarse cotton, widely used in Tibet and areas where the Tibetan culture is predominant. Um, so it's it's Tibetan Buddhist in origin, and there's a lot here that I could uh, I could read, uh, but. I looked up the author, and the author's, I, I believe, a godly man. Cleavant Derricks wrote a lot of good gospel songs. He, uh, what you mentioned yesterday, and this this may be politically incorrect, but it, it would fit in that Negro spiritual uh, genre, which yeah. to me is a one of my favorites, you know, in, in, in gospel music. So I don't know where 
uh, I don't know what he was thinking when he wrote those lyrics, but when you just throw out prayer wheel, there there is a lot of of pagan religions that use a little handheld prayer wheel, and they'll say uh, they'll repeat mantras and spin that prayer wheel, and they say that helps their prayers to get through to Buddha, I guess, or whoever. Um, Didn't know that. Didn't know that. No, so, did not know that. So what is your, what, now that you do know that, are you going to quit singing that song, or what are you going to do? Uh, so, and this is, this is I'm, I'm maybe where, spot, yeah, yeah. this is maybe where we, we may disagree, but I'm probably not going to stop singing that song just because it says prayer wheel. Uh, just because I think the context of the entire song does not point towards using a actual Eastern other religion prayer wheel. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, you know, it, we, we always talk about taking the Bible out of context and in context. And what does the Bible say? And you can't just use a verse and, and without looking at the whole context mm-hmm. of the Bible. And I look at music a lot the same way. I mean, if it was just a blatant, you know, but I mean, in my mind, when I always said, if you feel a little prayer wheel turning, I always thought it was something in your heart and mind stirring you to say a prayer, mm-hmm. meaning that the Lord's spirit was drawing you to him. Mm-hmm. If you feel that little prayer wheel turning in your, you know, that, that, that wheel in your mind that says, Hey, Pray to me. Pray mm-hmm. to you know. Pray, pray, pray. Mm-hmm. You need to pray. Mm-hmm. That's the way I've always taken that context of the song. So, right. you know, it. Right, me too. You know, I mean, I, I've, I've never I, looked I, at I, it. I've never looked at it as, hey, I'm I'm doing something, you know. But you know, again, if it if it's something that you feel that is, hey, I, 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 res- I, I just don't want to do it. And that's I respected my pastor, and I never led this during yeah. the. The, I don't know, three yeah, or four years that he was there and I was there at the same time. I never right. read this song, which was to the consternation of a lot of people who love the old song, you know, because they didn't like, they loved the song. They Yeah, I mean, they if did, somebody was to come to me and say, I don't want you to ever sing that song again. That bothers me. Sp- spiritual maturity tells me that, you know, okay. Yeah. I mean, We're if you don't do want me to eat meat, I'm not going to eat meat. Right, if it causes you know, my brother to stumble, I'm not going to. Right. But I, but I think he was he was trying to do his job as pastor and protect yeah. the church, and you know, and he 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 shared that. Um, now here's here's where I'm going to come down. We've got about three minutes left. Um, we are vigilant. Well, that's what we're we're pressing hard, especially in the contemporary realm. But so many times people say we need to watch what we're singing in these contemporary songs. We need to watch what we're singing in these old hymns because yeah. a lot of these old hymns. They have some uh, doctrines that are not, you know, uh, something we should be singing. Um, what about this? Is this teaching a bad doctrine? Overall, it's teaching a good doctrine. Uh, the prayer wheel. Um, I go back to this. Satan has taken all the wonderful and beautiful and powerful things of God and perverted them. Um, he did that with a Christmas tree. A lot of folks say you shouldn't put a Christmas tree in your house because Christmas tree is pagan. Well, actually, the Christmas tree, you look in Isaiah, uh, the house of God is ornamented with evergreen trees, mm. you know, to celebrate our Savior. 
it's there. We ain't got time to read that. But I, I go back and I say, what we need to do is is redeem that that Satan has corrupted. Yeah. So where does the wheel come from? All right. Who invented the wheel? You see all these pictures that caveman invented the wheel. Right. And 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 they started out with a square wheel and that didn't work very well. And somebody come up with a round wheel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd the wheel come from? Where'd the wheel come from? Yeah, who invented the wheel? I'm you're lost, you know, aren't you? Yeah. You don't there you don't have a name to go with. No, that. I don't have a name to go with. Okay. I don't well, know I can, the answer to that question. I can tell you. I can tell you, and that's where we need to get back to uh, redeeming that that's of God. The wheel came from God. Ezekiel saw the wheel. Ezekiel saw the wheel. He saw that wheel way up in the middle of the air. That's the song, but the song comes from the Scripture. Now, as I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the earth besides the living creature. And then he goes into this whole passage where, and the four had the same likeness as their appearance and construction being as it were a wheel within a wheel. And and what Ezekiel is seeing is the throne of God. So let me wrap your mind around this for a minute. Ezekiel sees the throne of God and the four living creatures rising and falling Saying, rather singing, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Same thing Isaiah saw. Exactly, in Isaiah 6. And along with that, they see wheels. Hmm. Wheels. Perfect wheels. When you look into space, you see galaxies. You see wheels. You know, you see, we we see the, 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 the sphere of the earth, you see yeah. a perfect round wheel, you know, it's a, uh, and wheels are from God and the wheels of the throne of God are turning when we offer up prayers to God. Now that's the way I see that song. Yeah. We redeem the wheel right there. We give it the praise and honor and glory. It should get toward God. We're out of time today. God bless you. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. We'll see you back here next Monday, 1035 a.m., 93.5 FM.